Welcome to another episode of my podcast. I'm very excited for today's episode yeah. because I have on my friend Monterey Martinez, who is uh. a very funny stand-up comedian. And also, how how would you introduce your other skills and talents? Um, I would say, I mean, it depends. Some people would think that I'm schizophrenic because sure. I hear voices. Yeah. But I'd say that I'm, I, I'd like to say psychic. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of like a broad thing, isn't it? Saying psychic because there's like different levels. Totally. To being psychic, right? Right. So like some people, like if some people, they can just like have dreams at night and then they wake up and they write them down. They're like, dude, like I saw you in my dream last night and you were getting married. And then they're like, oh my God, that's so crazy. I got proposed to like some people have stuff like that happen to them. Like my friend does. But like I, like when I meditate, if I think about a person, I just will like, get information about them wow so knowing that we we're gonna do this podcast today did you meditate on I me did. oh my god yeah. i love that I'll I, sh- I was like i'll show you the screen i like sent myself so i was like photos of me to meditate yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. wow how like, romantic i called your mom and she sent me like nudes of you in the tub Perfect. i hope you don't mind she does have nudes of me in the tub yeah i was like oh no i, I have them uh so, so she's gonna freckles. leak them if if my career isn't going well my mom has all my nudes to leak to yeah. really boost uh stage mom that's yeah you need 100 you need a mom she's my chris jenner exactly how, how are you gonna get there, Allie? Uh, but yeah, so I screenshot a thing of when you um, when you hit me up. I was like, okay, I have to go meditate on her. And I went to the park and I meditated on oh you. Oh my god, it's almost like we went on a date, but I wasn't there. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so obviously, when I met you, mm-hmm. I, maybe both of us didn't know that you could do this at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And then recently, I saw you at a show and I hadn't seen you in a long time, yeah. and it was so nice seeing you. We bonded over an unfunny comic. <laughs> And that's always like, it's always such a, that's like, I don't want to say it's one of my favorite things to do because it's, it can be a negative habit. I think this is what I always tell people, like, especially if you're spiritual, it's like, it doesn't mean that you don't experience like negative aspects of your personality. Sure. And to like make everything like we're all just peace, love and light. It's not, it's not necessary and it's not real. Yeah. It's a very unrealistic standard to hold yourself to. Totally. And it's like, if I see something that if I'm passionate about comedy just like someone might be passionate about food and if someone puts together like bad scrambled eggs that are like not salted we're not going to be like well you know this is your this is great you know we got to appreciate what you do it's like no this tastes like shit yeah so if I'm a comedian and I'm watching someone who either doesn't have a skill set that a lot of of our peers would hold to a certain standard then it's like I'm allowed to say like hey that's trash yeah and it was just so good because I don't think we hadn't said hi to each other yet and I don't think I had seen you until this moment but we were watching this comic and then at the exact same time we just had this look on our face like each other's face like oh fuck you caught me hating yeah and it was like the face of like smelling a bad cheese where you're like hmm that one didn't hit right yeah it didn't feel good to watch I always say I'm like if you're if you're a comic just like if you're a good musician you have a comic's ear so like a musician someone could be hitting notes and people are like I don't know she sounds like she's belting to me but they're like that was off key that was pitchy that was too much breath that run was project you know what I mean yeah. and that's the same thing with comics like I can hear things I'm like eh 
that didn't make any sense. Oh, that premise did not, you know, go off of like that punch. Like you can just hear yes. it, you know, and you're like, oh, no. Whoa, what are they doing? OK, OK, they're going crazy. Like that's how yeah. I just hear it. And it was just so nice because we saw each other. And then I was like, hi, Monterey. Yeah. What's up? You've been uh, I haven't seen you since like when you were you weren't even 21 yet like you had gotten banned from the com- not banned from the comedy store i was like you were i doing- was kind of, i was soft banned yeah it was yeah, a yeah. soft ban and you were like i can't come here anymore because i'm not 21 and i was like wait what and then from there like you kind of just like you just like blew up and then you just like i mean it, there was like a few years in between that but i feel like when two people are doing shows a lot you just like you just don't ever see each other yeah. because you just you're both just doing stuff and then i was like Oh my God, like when I tapped in with you, I was like, oh, she's been on Joe Rogan. She's been, you just killed it. I know, it's been so long. And it's funny because I, th- people who don't know comedy think that, like, if someone goes to one of your shows and they don't know anything about comedy, they're like, oh, so you perform with these people all the time? And it's like, like no. no. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I wish. And sometimes I'm like, I'm glad I don't. I'm glad, totally. Um, but yeah, that being said, I think you're so funny. Oh, well, thank you. And I love you. I think you're so funny. And thank every you. time I see you, it's a treat. Yeah. It's a good time. I was going to ask you, because um, I feel like a lot of times like people don't have these kind of conversations. Like I was thinking earlier and I was like, Pre or post med? Pre, uh, pre, okay. Pre post meditation, yeah. And I was thinking, I'm like, I feel like there's so many times where it's like now that like the more years I spend in stand up, you see people's like trajectory. Mm-hmm. Like I was friends with like Tom Allen. Like we first started around the same time before you know Chad Kroger like blew up, yeah. and I was friends with you and saw mm-hmm. you in the open mic circuit before you know Joe Rogan or any of those things. And it's like, do you see? the negative uh like ramifications sometimes of like you like of you having like these like successful or like moments like kind of like are you talking about like what kind of negative like are you seeing the way that it impacts like not even just like with other comics but your relationships with it could be your high school friends or with family Mm. or um not necessarily I wouldn't call any of the like um the effects of like having those experiences in comedy have like negative impact but definitely some weird impacts where like like all of a sudden my uncle wanted to do stand-up and said that I inspired him which it's like part of me is like oh that's sweet but also like the way he was going about it wasn't like, very... You're not my demographic that I want to be inspiring. Yeah, like... totally. And then he, like, sent me a video of his stand-up. I, like, didn't want to watch it because, like, oh, the no. screenshot of the YouTube video of his stand-up was, like, uh, props. Oh. There were props involved. <laughs> and I was like, I love that you're doing... Like, do yeah. that. But also, I think he might have been, like, saying my name at no. possible open... So that's kind of the his, weird like, thing. His, like, little, like, ventriloquist dummy is, like, named after yeah. you. He's like, this is my niece, Allie. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, It man. was... That was weird. And then... And I don't know, I think if there's any like impact, I think a lot of it is just, and I'm sure you can relate to this, is like the, um, it's it's stuff that I've created in my own head, like right. certain fears. Where it's like, oh, that comic probably doesn't like me anymore because I did Joe's podcast mm. and they think he's, you know, right, a racist, conservative, right. whatever. Yeah. But it's like then I'll see them at a show and they'll be like, oh my god, how are you? Right. And I'm like, oh, I totally thought that they might have. Right. Hey, so that's it. But I don't think. 
I don't think I've noticed anything. Right. Yeah. There's like times like with I'll notice like where like say friends who like don't do stand up like, you know, there are people who are like fans of comedy and like we would talk about it all the time. Like, oh, like this is so cool. But then when they saw me doing like more and more things, like I almost feel like it like triggered them sometimes because they like wanted to like pursue their goals whatever it is and then they're just like oh I just work at the office like this HR job that I've been doing for 10 years not to be specific but um and then I'm like I think sometimes like you're a reminder to them of like the things that they didn't like do or like go after yeah I mean I definitely have friends that are like still trying to figure out what they want to do and I think that that's such a hard thing and I'm so glad that I found comedy when I did yeah because you started like how young started like 19 or 18 so it was just like I knew that I wouldn't be good at an office job like I think if I wasn't doing stand-up I would want to be a truck driver because that seems super fun (laughs) and like I don't know you can just be on the go and my uncle was a truck driver oh that's so sick yeah we went to uh to see Titanic in a movie theater one time we got dropped off in a semi-truck and I was like okay haters that's so tight I'd prefer a semi-truck over a limo any day absolutely any day did you know that in those like big Mack trucks Mm -hmm. the back seat of it is a bed yeah. oh yeah oh it's so oh, i was cool. in that bed in the blankets not like in a so station way yeah but, yeah oh i love it but i think like i would have done some sort of job that allowed me to do Be my free. own thing yeah. yeah but um yeah i definitely have friends who are like oh you're so lucky or like yeah, I'm you're sh- not lucky it's a choice totally i'm like you know? i'm sure there's like part luck in that where yeah it's like you know circumstances that but everybody gets that's what people don't realize like you know like yes is there a such thing as like nepotism can people have parents or whatever that are in the industry and it's like yes that like exists and you know those people they'll have their opportunities but it's like at the end of the day, then it's like you better hope talent comes to bow your ass out because yeah. we've seen people who have nepotism and it's like, okay. It can only go so far. It can only go so, you still have to catch the pass. So yeah. it's like, but everybody receives luck at some point in their life. So it's like whether whether it's a luck of like race, if it's a luck of who your family is, if it's a luck of like who you date, if mm-hmm. it's a luck of, you know, being at the right time, right place. It's like we all get our fair share of luck. So to like look at other people and be like, oh, you're lucky you have that. It's like, no, 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 I chose and I like made sure that I wasn't gonna, you know, hate my life. Yeah. You know. Did you have you read the book The Alchemist? Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it's yeah, such yeah. a good Keith one. Keith told me he gave it to you. Yeah, he yeah. gave me the book too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. I loved it, and I think that it's such like a great example of like the way that your life can go and how everything's kind of meant to be. Totally. If you just pick up and follow right. your gut or your heart or your intuition. Anything. Yeah, I tell people all the time. I'm like that little voice, like in your head. I'm like, it's a compass. Yeah. It's not gonna like it's not gonna steer you wrong. And so many people, because we have two head voices. We have the one that like stresses us out. That's like, if it's questioning you, it's not the voice to listen to. If it's like. like what would an example of that be? Like an example would be like, Ugh, like, should I go there? Like, I don't know. Is anybody going to like me there? Like, I don't know. I think he's mad at me. Like, Ugh, like I should call her back. Oh, I don't know. Like that voice, if it's constant questions, mm-hmm. like that's the voice of, you know, fear and ego. But the voice that's like, don't call her or go over here get this done like if it's commands like that's your intuition Mm. and that's the voice that you're like okay like if it's giving you directions or a command like listen to it but i also think good things good the the voice that is the right voice i think that also like 
it might sound like a command at first, but I think I think there still is fear behind that. Totally. I know even like starting comedy, I knew that I was supposed to do it, but there was so much fear and yeah. like what happens if like it doesn't work out or right. you know whatever but i think initially it was like you have to do this totally and that's the a voice that you ended up listening to and then yeah. it's like look at where it like took you yeah you know but questioning yourself is normal i just always tell people i'm like for every like negative question like just like owe yourself as if it's like a responsibility to be like all right now i have to think of like one positive thing that can happen yeah. like if i'm like oh what if i go to this party and no one talks to me Oh, or what if I go to this party and I meet the love of my life? You know what I mean? Like every time it's like there's just as much bad that can happen as just as much good. And it's just like up to you to be like, why is me thinking this right now? Am I going to spend a half hour when I could fucking get my hair to be cuter? You yeah. Know? That's also why I'm a huge fan of pros and cons lists. Yeah. Because it helps me like put all my thoughts on paper all my fears and all the possibilities on yeah. paper but then also i think it also helps because even if there's more cons on the paper mm. once i'm done writing i kind of know where i stand i'm like right. sure there's more cons but like this feels like the right decision right like i don't let a pros and cons list decide but at least i have it all on paper and know what i'm getting into for sure it's like uh football players like when they are about to go play a game they watch tape of the other team you yeah. know what i mean it's not just like what they can do they're like, well, I'm the fastest wide receiver or I'm the, well, I don't know enough uh, positions, but yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like, they have to know what not only they can bring, but they got to know what else is out there. Like this guy, you know, has 47 tackles. This guy, you know, weighs 300 pounds. It's like, you have to know constantly, like not just what, how you might feel, but like, what are the other things in the environment that like can potentially affect you? Yeah. Um, I want to get back to your um, schizophrenic psychic <laughs> abilities. Yeah. So um, you, we were saying how like when we first met, I don't think either of us knew that you had this ability. So mm -hmm. when did you kind of figure it out? Like when was the moment where you were like, oh, I think like I might have yeah. this ability? I th uh, when I was younger, I always knew that I was like, I always knew that I had a gut like instinct that if I followed like things like kind of worked out for me but mm -hmm. I didn't know that I could like do it for other people and I think probably within like the last like two years I really got comfortable the more that I started like talking about it or started like telling people it was like the more like I was like opening up like the portal it sounds like crazy but because I think being a comic I was always kind of embarrassed of this side of myself yeah. because I was like um, you know I was like comics are gonna be like this fucking cuckoo like you know what I mean they're yeah. gonna be like Monterey's crazy you know she's that yeah she's a witch she's fucking bad shit also as a as a I was just thinking about this today and last night it really upset me as a woman in general and I, f I hate being the person who's like as a woman like yeah. things can be hard yeah because yeah, yeah. it's like everyone has a thing that can be hard but totally. like generally I notice like as a woman especially in comedy it's like I feel like people look for reasons not to take you seriously oh, absolutely and I was doing um an ad for the underwear company parade which i'm yeah. a huge fan of i love their underwear whatever and i was posting about it on my instagram i have a yeah. code that people can use get 20 percent off which is a great deal i use the code to buy What's so good about their underwear they are really cute first of all and i have like i'm wearing right now like a really ugly pair of underwear that i've probably had since seventh grade <laughs> you know what i mean like they're just so oh, bad man. yeah and so these ones are like cute they're breathable i get uh, a lot they like the cotton like i don't know what material they are but they're, they're like really the soft 
soft, ones. but yeah. yeah, and they're like have these cute designs, and I feel like there's no like. I don't know. I just love them. Yeah. And they withstand. I've had other underwear that I've bought that just like shreds. Yeah, yeah. It's evaporated at this point. And um, this one's just cute. So I was like posting Instagram photos, doing the code thing, being yeah. on my influencer bullshit. Yeah. And this guy messaged me being like, oh, so you're like an underwear saleswoman now? And I'm like... Yeah, they're my favorite underwear. I really like them. Yeah. And he was like, what a crazy world we live in, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, and then, you know, I go into the requested DMs of yeah. like strangers. And it's like, I'm posting such a conservative photo of my right. underwear and bra. And people just make, the, I'm like, this is like a bathing suit. It's right. more covered up than a bathing suit. Right. And just people, like, I feel like they, um, I don't know. It's just annoying that you can't be multiple things at, at one once. time. Totally. I can't be a funny comedian and also post like a cute photo yeah, of me in my underwear and You can't be attractive and be funny. And what are you like, doing? And it's like when I'm wearing a turtleneck and like baggy jeans, guys are like, oh yeah, you're so hot. Like when's your OnlyFans yeah. coming or out? Or you have and people then, be like, you need to be comfortable with who you are. Stop hiding yourself. And you're like, oh my God, I oh can't my God, win. Yeah, you can't win. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not... I, because I so badly wanted to post something. Like, here's a photo of me in clothes for anyone who, you know, whatever. And then right. I was like, no. I'm not giving anyone satisfaction. I'm posting whatever I want to post. Yeah. I'm wearing whatever I want to wear. Totally. But I can understand having this ability of, like, psychicism? Psychicism? Yeah. Psych I don't even know I what don't it know. is. I was like, I was going to let you handle it. <laughs> you have this ability. And it's like, I understand the feeling of not wanting to share certain things because you want to be perceived in a certain light. Yeah. I want people to just be like, oh, she's funny. But it's like... And it's funny, too, like now with like social media, like people don't realize that it's like, you know, when you're a person, you're not just a person from like where you started. So like you're not just a comic. You're not just your social media is a personal representation of like everything you yeah. are. You know what I mean? Like your work might be a comedian, but it's like you might also be a painter and you might also be a fucking dog foster mom or what. It's sure. like you could be all these yes. things. And it's like your social media is your platform to be like bro like the, i'm a tastemaker this is the shit i like and if you like me like then these are the songs i listen to these yeah. are the underwear i like to wear this is the yeah. drink that makes me fucking feel good you exactly. know so i'm like if you like me like this is all of me and so i just got comfortable too with just being like sorry i'm fucking dope i'm a stand-up comic and i'm a psychic and you know i i i, I was gonna make a sex joke but i was like i don't even want to do it but um, yeah i was like and i swallow you know what i mean i just do all the things you do everything yeah you're a woman of all jacks and trades and whatever yeah but did you have to like once you kind of were like oh i think that this might be something i'm capable of doing did you have to like google it were you like how do i kind of hone in on this um I, for me like what happened was that like i had such strong uh like there was like no denying it like i had like I always tell people, I'm like, it kind of feels like um, I get like a vibration in the middle of my forehead. And then I just start to see like light. Like I start to see like tons of like, have, have you ever done psychedelics? No, <clears throat> never. Okay. So anyone who's done, so psychedelics, it's like when you close your eyes, like you have this like moment where you start like vision, like visuals start to like kick in and it'll just be like colorful and like geometric patterns. And some people might not, you know, have that, but it's like, because they're, you know, traumatized or tortured. Mm. But the more you do healing, you have like this access like that you can see these like visions and um, it happens when you do psychedelics. But basically 
for whatever reason, like the neurons in my brain, it can happen when I'm not on psychedelics. It can mm -hmm. happen through like meditation. So it was kind of like, I was like, there's literally no to not like I'm seeing and feeling like what I'm, you know, getting. And I just started to like write down the messages and it was always for other comics. So like one, and I've asked their permission. So like the one girl was, um, do you know who Harper Rose is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like I, I got like a message for her. And this was like not when you were meditating. This the, just kind of flashed into your yeah, brain. This like flashed into my brain. And like at the time, like I knew of her, like I knew her, like, but I didn't, I think I might've been friends with her on social media, but I wasn't like, I never like talked to her, hung out, never had her phone number. I maybe had like one one on conversation with her, so it wasn't like com I wasn't comfortable. Like, hey, uh, something about your rate popped in my, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's basically what had happened, and um, and I was like, dude, this is awkward. I'm not gonna message her. And then the like voice in my head was like, just message her and ask her if she's been having nightmares. And I was like, this is so fucking weird. Like, I don't want to do this. And they're like, just ask her. And I'm like, okay. And so I DM her, and I'm like, hey. Uh, Hope you're doing well, girl. Um, anyway, uh, but anyway, any chance, have you been having nightmares? And she's like, yeah, I had a really crazy nightmare last night. Woke me up at like four in the morning. And I was like, is it regarding um, rape by any chance? Just throwing it out yeah, there. Just, just throwing just, it out you know, there. Casual little rapey <laughs> yeah. Do you rape? like Twix or Reese's? She's like, what? Um, and then she was like, yeah. And then she told me that I guess she was um, like, she had just got a case open like back up like for her to like, prosecute or whatever and she was speaking with the lawyer and I guess she was having like all these bad nightmares and mm -hmm. all these kind of like you know bad like memories like popping up and then they told me like a message like to say to her and then she was like thank you so much and then like that has like happened to me now with like so many people wow. where I'll just be like I'm like, hey, it's me. Uh, hope you're good. Did your grandpa punch you in the fucking face when you were 10? Okay, so here's the thing. And it'll just be like. So why is it, why do you, like, is it typically things from the past that you can kind of see? Yeah. And then what do you, like, having that ability, I imagine, can be hard. Because it's like, first of all, how do I bring this up? And second of all, like, what good am I doing by bringing something up from the past? Totally. So basically what I've been told is so like every psychic, like for whatever reason, and it's usually significant to the work they've done themselves. So for me, I had a really crazy traumatic childhood and I had to learn how to like heal myself and be okay. So now for whatever reason, my psychic gift is being able to like look at people and feel like whatever thing that they need to heal from that's preventing them from succeeding. So like mm -hmm. they have blocks. And so like I can just see their blocks and I'm like, like I was getting a tea with Michael D'Angelo the other day. Do you know Michael D'Angelo? I do. He works at the yeah, improv. The improv yeah. yeah, the scar. Um, I'm sorry. I feel I bad. Know, that's I'm like, so I mean, I it is the I'm thing. like the scar. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what you are. He has big calves, but no one sees it. So it's like I have everyone to go the scar. sees the scar. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I was like. And I like so sometimes I can scan like so like if I'm meditating on a person and I see their body like I can see like um, like I'll it's like kind of like an X-ray I'm like okay he's fucked up in this part of the back this part of the back his front knee like below the knee, and I'll just like see a thing and so they told me for him to go to the chiropractor and then they said 2008 like that he'll know what that means just tell him 2008 but that's where like his physical injuries like have to do with and then I was like Michael like what does 2008 mean to you and he's like that's when I joined the Marine Corps mm. and I was like okay and I was like well you need to go to the chiropractor it's like this and this in your back and he 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 knows I'm psychic but like a lot of my friends will like give me shit they're like okay witch and I'm like 
Do it. That's Hi, everyone. Just want to quickly shout out Parade for giving me the best underwear I've ever worn in my life. And not only the best, but the cutest and the most comfortable. And I love them so much. Um, I just used my own promo code to order... I think four new pairs of underwear and a bralette because I'm obsessed with their products and I also have underwear that I've had since like eighth grade that I'm trying to slowly get rid of. So I'm just trying to keep using more parade underwear because I just like the company a lot. I like the options they have. There's so many different options and a lot of different sizes. I think they go up to 3XL. Yeah, they do. And they're just great. Their underwear has a starting price of just $8, and the bralettes have a starting price at $28. And I would recommend getting a bunch of things for yourself, for a loved one, for a teacher if you're doing illegal things. Um, don't do that. But if you want to try out some underwear, go to yourparade.com slash to apply their exclusive discount for this podcast, which is 20% off any orders of $40 and up. And trust me, it is easy to get carried away and spend 40 or more dollars. But make sure if you do, you use my promo code AllieMac, A-L-I-M-A-C, to wear some of the same underwear that I wear. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, get your little coochies on the website, or your not coochies. They're for... I'm... I should make my boyfriend try on a pair of their underwear. I think it'd look cute. Guys, fellas, try it. Try it. You might be into a new thing. There's some mesh or a little peekaboo. Try it out. Go to your parade, Y-O-U-R, parade.com slash A-L-I-M-A-C to get a discount on your underwear. Bye. So wild. Yeah. Wow. And that's why I was so intrigued because I think after I saw you at that show... I was, you know, going on your social media. The thing that you do after yeah, you yeah, see yeah. someone you're like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. person, yeah. you're like, let's see more of them online. Yeah. And then, you know, I saw that you were doing this. And so I was like, oh, that's so sick. Yeah. Because I've always wanted, I've never, I don't think I've ever gone to a psychic. Yeah. But I did have someone, um, here, I hold on, off mic. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 I love him. So I had him give me a reading. Yeah. And it wasn't um it wasn't great. Mm. It was not great. The way that he went about it wasn't um necessarily my favorite. Okay. And also like what he said is very true or it's like I do have a block anytime I've ever talked to someone it's like there's a block up. Right. Also, so funny, when I did Rogan's podcast, one of yeah. like the very top comments was like this girl sounds like she's always about to cry. Which is so good. Um, but I think it's true. I'm very emotionally blocked. So right. then when I saw that you were doing this, I was like, okay, like, yeah. let's see what this is about. Because I'm very intrigued by it. It's not necessarily like, I think a lot of people, when they see psychics on the street, they're like, yeah. this is a ripoff. This is a scam. And tons of them are. Just and like I'm there's sure tons of, of hack them. comics. Totally. You know I mean, there's comics who are like, oh, what are you going to do with soy sauce and chicken? And you're like, okay. And yeah. then there's comics who are like, are Dave Chappelle. So it's like, you get, there's, of course, there's psychics just bullshitting people and ripping people off. Like, yeah. You know? And so that's why I was, um, it's something that I'm somewhat skeptical of. Yeah. However, I'm open to all right. things magical. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to know what you brought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I brought, like, this is like a regular, like, tarot deck. This is the uh, Raider Whitesmith deck. So they're all the last names of the three people who 
produced the tarot. So like the publisher, the artist, and then the like the guy who like was the psychic who like created this deck. And then I brought my angel cards because mm. I fucks with angels, Ali Max. So okay. and then I brought uh these are this is a fairy deck card. So basically so what's I, the difference between all these decks? Yep. So like I use so every person can use like I can read you without the cards, like if I'm yeah. being honest. Like I can just tell you what I channeled like when I meditated. But uh, like tarot cards, they also, it depends. There are some people who just read them and they just like know what the meanings mean. So they're just kind of giving you interpretations. It's almost like a horoscope in a newspaper. It's a generalized idea exactly. for multiple people. Whereas if someone really understands the cards, but also understands the person, totally. then they can give a more specific reading based on what they know about the cards and the person. Exactly. Perfect. And so, and all these different decks. So like this deck is like, this is the most common deck. And basically, so like all the suits, it's kind of like a card deck, like, yeah. you know, playing cards. So diamonds, clubs, hearts, spades. So like these have wands, pentacles, um, cups and swords so like mm -hmm. all the decks represent uh i mean all the suits like represent like different aspects of your life so like one could be money one could be career one could be love and one could be like thought and like emotion so basically so when you like learn to like read the decks i mean when you learn to read the cards you're you're kind of putting together like all the information like in real time where you're like you're kind of like storytelling mm -hmm. but then other like these other decks so like a fairy deck so like i like to use a fairy deck like as in like what information can help you like resolve your problems because mm. it's like for whatever reason like the they just always give um kind of like directions that are like helpful and then the angel deck i personally like to use it as like where the person's like soul is like right now because like we all are a self and like a soul so yeah. you know you always hear people being like you know i i got everything i wanted like i got jfl and i got the it doesn't need to be comedy but whatever your goal is yeah. in comedy you know i mean in life and people will be like i'm still not happy it's because you took care of yourself, but you, you know, like your human sides, but like you didn't take care of like your soul self and yeah. like your soul self is the self that it's like, you know, you hear people talking about like compassion or giving back or being inspired or, you know, um, doing something that's like selfless. Like those are the things that we normally don't do. And like, that's why we kind of always have these little holes in us yeah. but we're like but i'm doing all this shit and you're like yeah but you're not really taking care of like your soul yeah that's why i mean i'm sober a lot of people know that yeah. that's why i really like you know a 12-step program because a lot of it is like you know how do we give back how do right. we do something for other people like how do we benefit ourselves while being able to right. help someone else and yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure you can see it in other people too. Like, you know, people I'm close with will be like, oh, I still don't feel fulfilled. Like I have my dream job. Yeah. I'm doing everything right. Yep. But like, I still feel like there's something more or like right. I'm lacking something. And I'm always like, well, how can you help someone? Right. Like in the smallest ways. Totally. Um, Cause then it feel, feels like there's a bigger purpose than just me, right? And my small sense and of being. it's just one of those things. Like anytime you could get out of the habit of just being you, which mm -hmm. is like so hard to do, because it's like we're ourselves like every day. Like, what do I need? What do I have to do? Like, who do I have to call? And it's like that. It could be draining. It could be repetitive. But like also, it could be like really narcissistic. You know what I mean? So it's like totally. It's very ego driven. Yeah, and it's like there's like times where I'm like. 
oh fuck like what do I do that like people can actually benefit from or like what like when I die like is it going to be like oh well she really helped you know us do this or she inspired this or she changed that and it's like a lot of people it's like you just die yeah and you're like you're dead what'd you do oh you were at the office for 25 years Mm -hmm. Chuck like Thank you for your certain, there's nothing there. You know what I mean? Like people are just placeholders in life. And it's like, you don't, your job isn't the thing that's going to define you being a placeholder, like how you impact people. Yeah. Um, So do you recommend doing all of these or? So I do. Yeah. Like I kind of make a little, you'll see. So like, I'll just, I'll draw the cards and then they kind of just like guide me of like what information like you need to hear. Okay. But yeah, but before we can, do you want me to tell you what I popped up in meditation? Yeah. For you? Okay. And like I said, you can edit any of this out. Yeah. I'm very excited and also scared, (laughs) but mostly excited. Okay. So we're being open and you know, we're just, we're just doing the Thing. I'm opening my vagina towards yes, you to perfect. bring in the openness Thank and you. vulnerability. Women connect. Okay. Okay. So one, I'm seeing, uh, I'm not sure. So I'm seeing disappointment between the mom and the father. Like you have separate like disappointments, like from both of them. Um, mom might have um, substance abuse problem or like, yeah, something with like alcohol and drugs. And then seeing that dad, dad is uh, there, there. There's a hole from dad, which is hard because I don't think that you you'd be comfortable admitting it because um, your dad's more of like a friend. Um, and is this true? Yeah. Yeah. OK. Uh, dad's more like a friend, which there was moments in your childhood. So like a lot of these things are things like you might have not realized yet. But like you'll be like, oh, shit, that doesn't make sense. Um because when you were younger, you needed your dad to like step in and be a father. Mm-hmm. And um, there was something when I was meditating on you, I saw a family photo. I don't know if it's an actual photo if it was just trying to give me the age. I'm seeing around anywhere from like nine to 11. And there's like, um, there's like a traumatic or there was like an event, something young. And I saw, um, I don't know if it was like, there's a photo of you and I don't know if you're in red or if red means embarrassment, but I'm seeing like, and it might be like, you're the only person in the photo could have been from like a grandpa's birthday or from a like a family reunion or from like some family party at Christmas or something. Wait, are you Jewish? Yeah. Okay. Half. So, okay. Okay. I was yeah. like, do you do Christmas? Um, but there's a picture of you and they're, they're saying that the picture that was taken on that day that day there's some like event that happened to you that's like i don't know if if it's something that you are cognizant of the event yeah Yeah. no i mean i don't know i'm trying to like put it together but i can't think of anything okay um but it's something to do with like and i don't know if it's it doesn't have to be but it's like it's something to do with like sexual like it's sexual abuse or sexual like something like in that realm and um like that's when you know you needed like mom and dad to like step see now sometimes I start to feel emotional but um you needed like mom and dad to like step in and like they somehow like weren't there yeah or and I'm not sure like if they like just weren't like physically present or weren't like emotionally present for you to either be like comfortable or for you to 
uh, maybe there was like not being believed or like something, but it's like there there's something there with that. I don't yeah. know if you want to talk. No, I mean, I just, I don't, I'm going to have to go through all the photo yeah. albums now, but uh-huh. I, that's something that's interesting because that was another thing from the other reading I did yeah. that came up was like some sort of sexual trauma. Yeah. But I have no recollection of ever being sexually traumatized but there's always been something in me where i'm like i feel like i have been and i just don't know you're blocking it yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. and so that's always been something that's like very upsetting to me because i'm like i'm creating a trauma or there is one there that i don't know about yeah um but the way that the reading happened last time was like uh just the way I don't know when as so then I'm like calling my mom after I'm like was I se- was I molested was yeah. I r-worded like <laughs> like I don't I know r-worded yeah. and my mom was like I don't know I hope not but yeah. like I, but now I'm gonna go through the photo albums yeah I'm gonna really like yeah, think about the photo al- and it could be it's you know there's a lot of the times too like what I try to tell people because it's like you know sometimes we don't have the um sometimes the physical act isn't always, um, you know, done to us, but say you're around someone who is a creep, like who's like a pedophile, kids can pick up on that energy, especially when they're young, when someone's like, someone could have been like helping you climb a fence and they're like touching your vagina to like help you over or like you're trying to reach something and they're grabbing you and they're grabbing you're like okay like I got it so it's like you know when we think of sexual abuse we automatically think of rape or we automatically think of a molestation but there's a sexual abuse where it's like you were taken advantage of but it's not something more casual yeah casual casual molestation yeah 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 yeah. a chill chill, subtle you know a little cute, a little cute molestation, you know? There's a hierarchy to it. And I tell women that all the time. I'm like, if you just got groped, like, you don't write a blog, okay? Like, let the real soldiers fucking fight this fight. It's not you, okay? Yeah, put them at the front of the line. Yeah, 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 all right? Because there's some of us, I'm like, bitch, like, I've I've done two tours, okay? I've done two tours, like... You've earned your your medals. Yeah, I got my fucking purple heart and a black heart. But it's like, I earned it. Yeah, that's interesting because I think every time, because I think this happened in high school where I started to be like, I feel like I might have been assaulted at some point. Mm, Yeah. And I couldn't point a finger on it. I didn't know what it was from. I'm like, maybe I just like watched too much Law and Order and it kind of like got into my head that every woman has been abused. I think that there is something there, especially if another psychic like popped it like yes. said that too it's something definitely and like i said it might not be like where someone's like be quiet Allie, and then they're like you know fond but it could have been something where it's like an adult was like you know kind of um uh infatuated with you and you like felt like those feelings when you were young you're like oh he's always looking at me or like he's like you know i'm in my swimsuit as a kid and he's like yeah like do another lap alley and you're like oh gross you know because i I think in my head when i got that feeling it was like oh it must have been something like very severe yeah you know but now that you say that it's gonna make me kind of re-question and like reanalyze things but i don't i can't 
put a finger on it. But you're thinking like nine through yeah, 11. Yeah, nine through 11. Yeah, that So it would have been like fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. Okay. Fifth, yeah, yeah, I'm going to look through the album. Yeah, look through the album and look see. Look for photos in red. Yeah. Family events. Exactly. Something of their, like that's, I just saw that. And then I saw, yeah, I saw the the neglect of the the mom, like alcohol or drugs. And then I saw the, the father like being a friend to you where you're like, oh, you needed um, him to be a dad, which that is also some of your uh, emotional like blocks. Like, because when parents aren't like nurturing when yeah. at a very young age, it creates like you to kind of just navigate your relationships as like very matter of fact and very cool and just whatever. Totally. Because you don't know how to receive love because you weren't given love like that yes and that's something that I do know about my dad yeah. is that I was the youngest so at that point he was like and he was raising me because my mom's an alcoholic and yeah you know my dad had majority of custody yeah um but yeah I've, I've always viewed my dad as a pal as a buddy because he would talk about women in front of me when we'd have lunch together he'd stare at women Ew. so in my head I was just I viewed my dad as just like Mm. a horny dude yeah Ooh. okay so maybe because like i said remember i said the picture and the red because yeah. red could also mean embarrassment i wonder if the sexualization was you as a kid seeing your dad sexualizing women and that like kind of gave you like a like a weird like complex because the other thing that i wrote down was that there's some mentor or there's some <clears throat> older guy friend or whatever could be comic could be non-comic um that they somehow trigger the same thing from you from mm. so it's like i don't know if it's like how a man is treating a woman or how they are viewing a woman or how they're respecting a woman but it's triggering something of the that same age of that thing that I'm just talking about yeah so you're saying that there's someone that I know or yeah. something it's a person yeah it's okay. a person it's definitely a man it's a, it's a guy that you know that it that's triggering you and you might be aware that you're triggered but you just like don't you're like you're like I don't know why I'm feeling like this around this person or I don't mm. it's not like they're doing anything bad to you yeah it's just them how they're their energy their is energy like yeah um and then I want to okay, there's actually one thing I'll talk to you off camera about. Ooh. Um, just because cause it's like, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then, okay, depression. So you, you have depression. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you are sad. Wow. Good guess. Good guess. <laughs> can't believe you dug I that up. Believe, yeah. I was like, what? This is crazy. This is news. Uh, depression, but the depression comes from hopelessness so the the hopelessness is because of the disappointment from the from the mother at a young age um because like you have to um you have to come to a point where you have like full acceptance of like knowing that like there's a part of you i don't know if it's like now or when you're younger where it's like you would like almost like beg for her or be like like just if you love me you'd stop drinking mm -hmm. like if I matter to you like I don't get why like you can't like get it together yeah and so when you have that disappointment at such a young age it's it's crippling because mm -hmm. you're like well if my own parent doesn't love me enough to treat me right and to be a support system and to be in my life then none of these other people are going to do it yeah and so you have trust issues now and it comes a lot in your intimate relationships 
um, because you you have trust issues from both the mother and the father side. The father side of like the taking care of and like needing to step up in a certain way. Like mm-hmm. you have a hard time of like telling a man like, hey, I'm hurt or like, hey, like I can't don't go there with me like you can't you can't do you just shut down shut down shut down and then it's like and then you also this is the part where I'm like go with me girl um you you have a power over men and Mm -hmm. okay yes I do (laughs) yes you have a power over men but you you know you have a power over men but it's um there's a it can be a healthy power and so like there's a part of you I don't know if like if they're I don't know if you ever have like guilt or like shame because of it. If you're ever like, oh, like uh, you just don't think that you're manipulating men like you can and you know you can. Mm. And so it's like, but there's also like a good way of using your power of like being able to help men change or help men uh, be like you have to be an example to them because it's like. There's, there's times where it's like, I know, you know, and it's like, you know, it's one of those things where like, you know how to work and finesse them if need be. And that's, mm-hmm. a, that's, that's a great thing. A lot of women don't have that. A yeah. lot of women are very, you know, nervous and frantic and, you know, but like you don't have that whatsoever, which is a good thing. But you just have to know at the same time where it's like you have to like use your power for good you know not evil yeah not evil yeah I've done both yeah yeah yeah. and it's like it's okay like you know but like it'll the the reason I say that is because like in five six years you don't want that to bite you in the ass totally yeah so just like make sure because I was like when it came up I was like oh this girl's got she's got like sexual energy but it's not even just sexual too like it's just like you know you have a way of like connecting with them and then they're just they're like a little puppy little slave for you and you're like okay but then also that can be in your intimate relationships too where it's like you're gonna have to at one point date an equal yes because most people you will have a power over and then you're not gonna like grow and evolve in those kind of relationships so it's like you gotta date someone who's gonna be an equal and it's gonna be hard but that's when you're really gonna like that's when shit's gonna pop off. Yeah, I tell my boyfriend now, I'm like, you need to tell me your opinions on things and like what you want and what you need because if not, I'm going to- To run all over you. Control everything and every situation and I'm gonna make every decision. Yep. Because in the beginning, that's what I will want. But in yeah. the end, I will be I will annoyed. you yes. and I will be turned off yes. by you. And that's why I'm glad now I have like the communication skills to be like, yeah. this is what I might do. And this yeah. is how you can stop me from right. being this Also, person. do you wear a retainer? I have a permanent bottom retainer. Okay. And, but are you supposed to be wearing another retainer? I was given a top retainer, but I had my braces on for like six years. So yeah. they just don't move. Okay. But I'm going to get a mouth guard. Why okay. do you ask about the retainer? I asked about that because they, something just said like, tell her to wear her retainer. Oh, I'm get. I have an appointment. Okay. Next month for a mouth guard. Okay, maybe. And that's so they're it. fitting my. Are you like biting your teeth or grinding at night or yeah. something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know for a fact I am, but I think I am. Okay. Yeah. Um. And also happy to report, me and my mom are gonna do group therapy, family oh. therapy together. Yeah. Because I was staying with her at the beginning of COVID, and I was yeah. being so mean to her. Like mm. I would just snap. I did not want to be mean to her. Yeah. And my mom was like, "You're treating me like I'm still the childhood mom that yeah. like was drinking and like not being there for you." And she yeah. was like, "I'm letting you stay at my house. I'm cooking for you. Like I'm being nice. So yeah. like." 
you need to work on these issues. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Well, how long has she been sober now? Um, it's kind of on and off. You're like, it's been a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two days. Two days. Um, she, yeah, it's kind of off and on. Yeah. She'll be sober for long amounts of time. But okay. then every once in a while the shoe will drop. Right, right. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It is hard. Um, yeah. And then. What did she do for work growing up? Her and my dad are both longshoremen. What the fuck is that? It's like, have you seen The Wire? No. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But like, it's <laughs> essentially like the stuff that comes in on cargo ships yeah. from China or wherever. It gets dropped off at the ports of Long Beach or San Pedro. So both my dad and my mom transport the cargo on oh land. so they're, they're they're like blue collar very blue collar okay i don't know people always like, think that i'm like a like i'm like yeah, a i thought your parent was like a kid. lawyer no. or something no yeah. they're both like very much blue because collar. you want to know why you have like you have like rich girl energy which is good but it's like i'll say a name off off uh line okay. or whatever but there's another girl who it's like you know you're like oh she came from rich like you're like yeah. her parents are somebody or i think something. i know who you're talking about yeah and so i'm like and but it's interesting because that she so many people who have the thing you know it's like urban outfitters where it's like they purposely will make their pants or whatever look dingy or their mm -hmm. shoes and it's like Oh, and then there's people who are like just genuinely artists or don't give a fuck. And that's like what their clothes look like or they thrifted their shirts. Yeah. But now there's a style where like we'll make it look thrifted for 300 bucks. Sure. And so it's like so you have two of those people. One's actually that and one's being that because they have a fear of just being like, hey, I'm fucking rich. Sorry. That's why I love john parks he's like yeah i grew up rich i know i love I rich people who yes. are just like i'm rich i'm yes. like that's awesome i know i love that just be authentic i don't care what you are yeah. just be authentic i was in new york and i visited a friend who i it's one of those people who i met her working a job and we only knew each other from that job we'd never hung out outside of that right but we'd always stayed in touch through instagram or whatever yeah and i went to go visit her in new york and i don't know anything about her yeah I get to her apartment. It's so nice. And she was like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know if you know, but like, I'm rich. And like, my parents pay for this apartment. And I was like, that's so that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Thank you for telling me. Be proud of like, and it's the same thing. Because it's like, dude, you can't help like who your parents are. But all you can do is just like have the awareness and just be like, you know, I'm like, be cool. Like, if yeah. your parents are rich, I'm like, you better have the best fucking slumber party. That's it. Like, yeah, let me, let me, yeah, let be me a part live of a little from way. you. Yeah. Sure. And if your parents have nepotism in the industry, I'm like, just make sure that you put on other comics that you know don't have the plug like you do. Totally. Don't act like you're this righteous person when you're fucking not. Yeah. You know? So is that my reading? No, I mean, I not. That's just, that, that was, was just the, what I meditated on. Yeah, that was okay. part one. And it's like, so, you know, those are things for you to think over and whatever. Remember the yeah. power thing with men thinks it's like, you don't want anything biting you back in the ass. Totally. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, I got to be Aunt Monterey sometimes and tell I people, appreciate it. you know, the real, real. Uh, so now I'm going to do, I'm going to do your cards and you can either, I can just tell you what the cards, like what's popping up in them, mm -hmm. or you can ask me a question okay. and then I'll tell you like, based on the question that you asked, I'll tell you like what your results are. So, okay. It's up to you, sister. So the first deck is the tarot. Yeah. So the first deck is the tarot. And um, I was like, I'm going to try to not drop them through in the couch. Hey, it's me again. Just want to give another shout out to Magic Spoon. I'm sure you've heard it on one of your favorite podcasts before, but they're now sponsoring our podcast. If you're not familiar with Magic Spoon, it is 
a cereal. It's a nice alternative to some of your favorite cereals you used to eat as a kid that you looked at the ingredients as an adult and were like, what the hell is in this? And how am I eating a bajillion grams of sugar with one bite of cereal? Well, Magic Spoon has got you covered. They have a new alternative to your favorite sugary, terrible cereals for you. And they made the cereal really nice with uh, really good ingredients. And here's the best part. It has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. That sounds like a full meal. Throw the steak away, make cereal, be a good single father. Um, like my dad was, and just give your kids cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get them the magic spoon. There's only 140 calories in a serving. And get this. Get a big bowl of this. Pull your cereal spoon out because it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Um, they have a variety pack. They have four flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter that come in the variety pack. I think the variety pack's the way to go. That way you can pick your favorites. You know what to get for next time, but, you know, initially you can just get them all. I like to combine a couple flavors at once. I get a little wild. Um, I get a little overboard. I let it brew in that milk and just let it get soggy because that's my favorite way to eat cereal. If you don't let it get a little bit soggy, you're a psychopath. Um, but Magic Spoon is great. It's a, I am a big nighttime cereal eater for when I've already eaten dinner, but I need a little snack. And now I can sleep well knowing that I'm not eating a fistful of sugar and whatnot. So if you're interested in trying out Magic Spoon, which I highly suggest you try, give it a shot. Why not? It's good to have in the cupboard. Pull it out whenever you need a little a little crunch in your life, you can go to magicspoon.com slash alimac, A-L-I-M-A-C, to grab a variety pack like I mentioned and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code alimac, A-L-I-M-A-C, at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's what's nice about this. Magic Spoon is so confident. They got BDE. They got big, big... Can I say dick in an ad read? I don't know, but they have big dick energy, big cereal energy. They're so confident that you're going to like it that they have, yeah, they got big spoon energy, big magic spoon energy. If you buy it and you're not in love with it, which is fine, you're allowed to not like certain things, um, but if you try it and you're not that into it, you can get your money back, all of it, a complete refund, no questions asked. That's because of their 100% happiness guarantee. That's that's how you know that they're like a legit healthy brand is they're like, we just want you to be happy. Don't worry about it. We'll pray for you. So that's great. If you're worried about losing money on something you don't love, then Magic Spoon will happily throw that money back in your face and say, we don't need your money, you loser. We want you to like our product. So remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash AllieMac and or use the code AllieMac to save $5 off. Try the variety pack. Try whatever you want. The variety pack has a lot to offer. So check it out. Back to the podcast. But here we go. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
I'm like, Allie, I gotta go. Yeah, it's not looking you good. You are fucking possessed. <laughs> it's not looking good for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, you know, look both ways when you're... No, I'm totally kidding. Um, and, okay, so start thinking of, like, right now, like, in your head, just, like, if you want it to be, like, general, just be, like, I'm open to, like, whatever knowledge or information that I'm supposed to be gaining or if you have a specific question, start asking it in your head now. Okay. A specific question. Okay. And then we got one more deck. And then we're all good. Okay. You also, there's a great time to plug your podcast. Oh, yeah. So my podcast is called The Shamic Podcast. It's part shaman, part comic, one healing podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and I I basically try to like use my uh, podcast as a way of like intro to spirituality where I, I talk about all these like spiritual terms and, you know, um, practices, but I use it in like a comics like filter where I just like, I'll be like, okay, this is what the fuck astrology is. Like, this is what this is where it's not all food. It's not like, yeah, it's yeah. not LA spiritual. Exactly. I'm not it's like, to if the you point. open your chakra and you let energy flow in, you raise your, vi like, I'm not like doing that. Yeah. Like, cause I, that's not how I came into this. Like I literally just am like a witness and an observer of like all the things that happened to me where I'm like, oh my God, you guys, this shit is fucking real. Yeah. Like where I'm like, I've learned how to just like program my thoughts and like physically release energy from my body through different like yoga poses where I'm like, oh shit, this is why this stuff has been around for thousands of years. So it's like, I felt my body like shake and like stuff come out of it. And then I'm like, oh my God, they're like orgasms, but just energy. Spiritual or, orgasms. Yeah, exactly. And That's I'm like, I was like, people need to know this shit. And I was like, but people get so turned off because, you know, there's a girl like, okay, like, Allie, like, you got to collect your energy right now. Mm. And you're like, I'm not listening to you. Yeah. There's no way. She's you know? like trading in her crystals for Coachella passes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're like, you, you don't got it going on. Um, and I feel this one. Okay. Okay, Allie Mac. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, the truth is out there. The truth is ready. Okay. So, first of all, we got we got decisions to be making. Mm. Okay. So, there is either oh, oh wait, do you want to tell me what your question is or do you want me to just tell you what's what I'm I curious see? Curious just what's coming up and okay. then maybe I'll Okay, okay. Present the question. Okay, so um, you are at a point right now where I don't know if there's like a new uh, job opportunity or it could be like a relationship where it's like you're going to have to like leave the you're going to have to like leave the habits and the routines that like you used to um, that like were kind of like your common like everyday like normal. And I'm for me, it feels career based. I don't know if um. I don't know if it's already has been presented to you or if it's something that's like on the horizon. But when this opportunity is presented to you, it's going to feel like you're it's going to be bittersweet, mm. like where it's like, oh, fuck, because I don't think it's changing locations, but it's something where it's like you're going to have to like leave a lot of stuff, like whether it's like um certain like relationships or it's like a certain like routine that you're doing every day or if it's um like I said changing locations but I see you having to like you know uh say goodbye to a lot of things but 
once you do that, it's like you're gonna you're gonna like level up. And I feel like right now, um, I don't know if you're feeling like a creative, um, what is this? Plateau. Yeah, a creative plateau or like a standstill. But they're saying that it's like once you like are willing to be like, all right, I got to make these sacrifices, whatever these sacrifices are, I feel like deep down you already know. Um, whatever these sacrifices are, once you do that, they're saying like the creativity like will flow because, you know, you know, when you go to the car, I, I said this on my Instagram before, but it's like when you go to the chiropractor and something's fucked up in your neck, it's fucks up your lower back and then it fucks up your knee and you're like, oh, my knees fucked up because of the neck, because of the back. And because my knees fucked up, I don't feel like working out because it hurts my body and I'm not working out and I'm gaining weight. And you're like, oh my God, that's all connected just through the neck. So our emotional body works like that too. So it's like, if you have a block where you keep hanging out with someone that you know is bad for you, you know is toxic, but you're just like, oh, it's fine, it's fine because like they're gonna present me with an opportunity and I don't wanna lose that opportunity but because you're doing it against what's actually beneficial for you, you're you're creating a block and then that block can bleed out into your love life. Mm-hmm. That block can lead out into like your self-worth. Like it emotionally is connected just like how you're physically connected. So once you do go ahead and make those sacrifices or like leap from something that you, I think you already know what it is, um, then that's when the creativity like has the chance to be like, well, now we can come in because now it's like she that you have removed that block like yourself. And um, you're I don't know. I think like right now you're taking on a lot of it's either uh, you're either stressing yourself out with like a lot of like thoughts and of ideas of like how to like level up or like go on to like another career thing. Like you're either like, I have to make content. I have to do this. I have to get on this pocket. I have to do, I have to have these shows. I have to get the, it's either that or you're taking on too many things where you're like mm. saying yes to everybody. Like mm. I could do your show. I could do this podcast. I can, uh-huh, I'll go there. I can sign. It's, it's either or, but you have to be comfortable. You have to get comfortable saying no. And you have to be comfortable just like, doing the things that like you want to do and like not having like guilt or like shame for it is any of this resonating so far um i have been thinking about moving to new york once my Mm -hmm. lease is up at my place and so that would kind of you know be a thing where if me and my boyfriend are still together would we do long distance would he come with me i feel when you said i feel really good about new york for you yeah, me too. I really do. Me yeah. too. And so like when I was saying like leaving and changing, I didn't want to say change location because I was like, fuck, I feel like that's it. But I mm-hmm. feel like she's not going to like when I say that. But it's like when I said change location, I was like, I feel like it might be location or something. But it's like, yeah, that was the, the I think, yeah, New York, it's going to be like stressful and you're going to be like, fuck. But I think there's... um a lot of career opportunity for you there and I think not that you don't have it here yeah but it's just like it's just like headspace of like what how your life or how you spend your day or the influences around you that like get you in your best like rhythm and for whatever reason I think and it might not be forever but for whatever reason I feel like New York for your type of um I feel like you're a person and you can correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like you're the kind of person when you need a little structure. You need structure because when you don't have structure, you kind of just like 
like you're stuck in your head a lot. I don't know if it's like in fantasy, just like thinking a lot or like whatever, but you don't like make like moves. Totally. You know? I say that all the time. Yeah. That I need structure. Like when I get my day started, if I don't start it the way I needed to start, it's, it's done. a nightmare. Yeah. It's yeah. Done. But the thing about the saying yes to too many things or trying to do too much, I feel like that might have been relevant at some point, but I feel like now been I'm about pretty it. good about good. just being like, I'm not interested. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. We'll keep even, that. Even just with like the podcast and like sponsorships for it, it's like I'll get a lot of offers for certain things, yeah. but like if I'm not interested, I'm not going to do it. Good. And even with that, like I was getting you know, sponsorships where it's like, oh, do three different ads for one podcast. And I was like, that's too much. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I'd rather do two ads Good. for things that I like and let it like, yeah. you know, slowly go over time. Have that, keep that notion because it's like, that's going to come up for you for, that's going to be something that like, you're going to have to battle with like your whole career. Yeah. Like that is something where it not, I don't mean just like advertisement, but it's going to come where they're like, Allie, like we can add another theater date. You can get 30,000 more done. And you're like, fuck, I'm so tired. I'm so burnt out. Yeah. And people, because they make a commission off of you, they're going to pressure you. So your publicist is going to pressure you like, Allie, this is really good press. And a mm -hmm. lawyer is going to pressure you. And because like, yeah, we'll sign this contract because it could, you know what I mean? And then the manager's going to, so it's like, keep that because it's like that's something that'll always pop up for you and you can't feel guilt okay. because that like the thing that like so much of our depression or our um you know the blues that we feel is off of guilt for like feeling like we're neglecting other people or pissing other people off yeah. but at the end of the day you are literally like stabbing yourself when you go against like what's good for you because when you do things that like that's like fucking people like if you fuck someone you did not want to fuck them like you think you're gonna orgasm no, no of course not so it's like we do that with our work life we do that with our friendship we do that in so many other aspects and then we're like wait why am i miserable because you keep making decisions for other people yeah you know and if you have people around you that like truly like get you and back you up then it's like then they'll be fine and if they don't they gotta go yeah you know yeah oh that's a good one that's some there's one thing that i know i need to follow that advice on right and then for your okay let's see where your soul is at mm. so your soul um <clears throat> you have believe in dreams growing and door to the infinite so believe in dreams i always tell people if they pull that like that is like again like sticking with your gut like okay. if you know something like in your gut and you're like this is just what it is and it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense like remember there were scientists at one point being like hey the earth is not flat and i was like okay you fucking idiot and then you know eventually we had the science to back it up and it's like okay but millions of people like didn't believe one person because they didn't have and the... they still don't yeah and they exactly yeah. and they're still out there you know so and then growing is it's like usually which is perfect that you got it with the other card of like change is like saying that like uh with the door to infinite is like that usually is like yes like this is a big like cross uh crossroads yeah crossroads 
of like, all right, change is going to happen. Like change is happening. It's going to happen. And the good thing about this change is it's actually like for your soul's like evolution. Ooh, where you're I like, like that. Okay. Like this isn't just like for career, like what you might think that's it, but it's like, oh no, like this is like going to be like a shift in like perspective, a shift in like blocks, a shift in, um, you know, belief systems. So it's like, th there's a lot of growth that's like beyond, you know, just the, again, like human sides. Um, and then the fairies give us our advice and uh, honoring your true feelings. So again, it's like you keep pulling like kind of the same message of like, all right, like something in you knows something. And it's like, just like Allie, yes, yes, yes. Just That's fucking so do interesting. It. Yeah. So it's like when you pull like this kind of like similar cards from all three decks and it's just like, you know, it's someone like punching you in the face, like, bitch, do you get it? And you're like, okay, like, I got it. And I'm I like, got... do I have it? You're I don't like, know. Yeah, you just quit stand up. You're like, Monterey, I listen yeah. to you. Like, I'm you... done. I'm done. I'm a school I'm, teacher. I'm a truck driver. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Maybe that's my true purpose. That's your true purpose. And, and then I just drive my truck to all my road to gigs. New York. Yeah. To that's New York, it. to my shows. I mean, I think you can have it all. We figured it out. And then uh, you have visualization and positive expectations. When you pull visualizations, that's like, do you do like any meditation or anything? No, I need to, though. Yeah, I do need to. I say that. Yeah, uh, do. Um, but yeah, like give yourself, you know, because it's like a workout for your brain. So it's like start slow, like give yourself five minutes, you know, for a week and then yeah. do 10 minutes for a week. But visualizations also is something to do too. like when um, whenever you have like uh, say something that's like bothering you, like say, you know, you a memory or an action somebody did or, you know, a relationship that's not working out. Um like visualize like what would be the perfect scenario for it to be okay mm. so like when you visualize that you kind of like get off of the thing of like well they should have done this and they should have done that and this is why i'm mad well if they could you know you're you're it's still very like one-sided and there might be like a uh, perspective or um a change of heart like once you like sit and think on something of like in the best case scenario, like how would this look, yeah. you know? So it's like a lot of the times whenever you're like making a de decision, visualize it before you like make a decision and see like what the, the best scenario is instead of like just acting off of your emotions. Yeah. So a lot of times it could just mean like we're impulsive and we're just like, we just like, I feel this and I'm going to say this. I feel this. I'm going to do this. And it's like, no, take a take step, a step. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have positive expectations, which I think that's just saying, girl, New York is it. Ooh. I really, I really do think. What was your question, though? Did you? Oh, the question was just about the reading and like the, you know, the nine through 11, something uh, might have happened. So I was like, OK, maybe there's some clarity on opening up so maybe i just need to meditate yeah. i need to be open to hearing about it or knowing what it is right or yeah and just going through uh it could just be you know it could be a like i said like somebody in the family or a friend that like just kind of just like made you feel weird and made you feel uncomfortable and it's like sometimes just like addressing like oh yeah that person did make me uncomfortable it doesn't have to be this evil act or whatever yeah. but it's like there's something at that age but when you said the dad thing about him hitting on other women in front of you at a young age like t 
to me, I'm that feels like, ooh, because then when it said something with like the mentor or like something was like re-triggering that, like I don't know if like you're seeing like a guy cheat on his wife or something and you're like, ooh, and it like made you think of a, where it's like, it's something where it's just connected of like that event that is happening like in your now is triggering to like something that happened when you were young where it was like a disappointment or like a letdown or uh just a negative connotation between like a man yeah I'm definitely very sensitive to people's behavior like even like because my mom was an alcoholic like if I'm around drunk people once they hit that point where their eyes roll back and Mm -hmm. it's like I'm seeing a different person that's very triggering for me it makes me really uncomfortable I have to leave because I'm like I don't like being around that yeah um and then yeah I guess same thing with dudes when I see them being kind of like just creepy and like gross I'm like that is also very sensitive to me right yeah and that's something that I've been aware of and like as I got older I was able to kind of separate you know I love my dad I think he was a great dad but I think the way that I viewed him from a young age as being like a sexual being and having his desires it was like oh now I have this different shift from like dad to just dude yeah 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 no totally and like the older you get like you realize where you're like oh like i'm my parents parent yeah you to know? an extent i have two older sisters so yeah. they were more of the oh. parents parent and okay, i was yeah. like always kind of the, the child yeah. but yeah definitely the older i get the more i'm like okay I you realize that. that you're like more of like i feel like most people it's like we're better than our parents like doesn't have to mean financially or whatever but it's like you know every generation before us it's like there is something that like we benefited from but then Mm -hmm. there's like a negative thing Mm -hmm. like say what's the one younger than us gen z are you gen z or you i think i'm on the cusp Cusp. okay yeah i'm right Um, in the middle yeah and like people who are gen z it's like they're so thoughtful they're so considerate they're so sensitive they're so you know um like willing but the negative aspect is they're so socially awkward Mm -hmm. they have so much anxiety they have so much depression so it's like every generation fulfills an aspect of like the human psyche that hasn't been developed and then every you know generation also they you know have the fallback yeah have the the fallback yeah so if other people do you do services for people like over zoom or anything um i don't now i feel like because i it oh my god sorry um I feel like there's times where I'm like, yeah, like I'm like, oh, I would like want to. But I think like now I I, it's like I just want to give it to people. Yeah. And I think because I'm a comic, like if I wasn't doing comedy, I'd be like, okay, like I need to like make money Mm -hmm. or something. But I think um, just doing it for people like as a gift or like if like say uh, Brittany Schmidt, do you know her? Yeah. Yeah. Like I had like a thing come through for her and I was like, can we meet for coffee? And she was like, okay. And I was like, so your mom came through and I just like told her and she was just like crying. And I was like, oh, like how could I be like, you owe me money for that. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, I just like doing it because it's just like, you know, um, it's the, it's the way that I can hopefully try and give back with. Yeah. And then if people were wanting to find a psychic or find someone like what are signs that they're going to be with like a good psychic or like, is there a way to tell if someone's kind of scamming you? Um, I always say this and like, obviously some people, I always say like, ask a reader if they can read without tarot cards. 
Like if you're like, and you don't have to be like an asshole, like, oh, could you do it without your fucking car? You know, yeah. you don't have to be like that. Just be like, oh, I'd really love a reading like um, where we like don't use a divinity tool. That's what they're called. So like mm-hmm. people have like pendulums or people have tarot cards or stone or whatever. But if you're like, you want to you wanna be with someone who can like tap into information like without a tool because yeah. a tool can be the thing that they can just be totally relying on, you know? Because yeah. it's like if I looked at the cards versus what I looked at when I got when I meditated on you those are two completely different messages you know what I mean and like one is like all right these are what these cards are saying but then the other one is like me just sitting down like being able to like think about you and just like pull in information so you want them to at least have that because then it's for sure going to be as specific as possible to you um Thank you so much. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? Uh, no. I mean, just check out the podcast, the Shamic podcast. And then also you can follow me on Instagram. It's my name, Monterey M, M-O-N-A-R-E-Y-M. Thank you so much for doing yeah. this. I'm Thank so you. glad I got to see you. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy I got to see you too. Um, thanks for listening to another episode of my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Subscribe, rate, review, all of that stuff. And um, I'll see you next week. Bye.